This is Keith Price for Behind the Curtain, Sirius XM OutQ, and we are in the middle of our fall winter theater extravaganza, as I said before. And, uh, you know, I am lucky, blessed, because I get to talk to really cool, fantastic people. And, um, yeah, there's shows that are going on right now that if you're making your trips to come to New York City, like I've been saying all show, that you need to put on your list. And I have said this to you guys from before the Tonys, that you need to go see the show Hand to God. And I just found out because I was able to wrangle, wrangle one of the male stars from the show, Mr. Mark Kudish. How are you doing? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. You're more good. than good. I played that song for you, the Here for You. Here for You. From, that was fun. That's a great song. Well, I mean, you know, when you when when you when you have the opportunity to do something and create something with somebody like Dolly Parton, and I would venture to guess, because she told me a lot, it's the first time she ever wrote for a man. Right. So I know she had a lot of fun doing it. Um, and working with her on the music in that show was just it was exciting to work with someone so prolific on something that was so new to her in terms of like, you know, the process of writing for the theater, the collaboration of writing, which she had never experienced before. Um, but I mean, she dove in like nobody's business and the stuff that came out of that show for Hart, for the character mm-hmm. of Franklin Hart, you know, uh, it was just a great experience to dig in there with her that way. Because I would say that it was my music that took the longest to sort of come to the surface. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously she knows how to write for women. <laughs> she knows how to write for anybody. Right. Do not get me wrong. But the specificity of that type of man, and it's so easy to point a finger mm-hmm. at that type of man. But, you know, like we all have that personality trait in us whether or not we decide that we want to touch it or use it or you know ignore it deny it whatever it's there so like to go through that process with her of finding the right words the right music the right energy for certain moments in the show was just great i love that mark kudish with me here on behind the curtain sirius xm out cue for my big fall theater extravaganza fall winter and i was really kind of bummed because i just heard that as i got finally get this man into the studio to talk to him he's going to be is it okay to say this? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be leaving soon. I'm going to be leaving the play soon. The play Hand to God where he plays Pastor Greg. And you know, look, it's, it's, it, I, I love it. It's yeah. the fifth time. Listen, it's the fifth time I'm playing a minister in my career. <laughs> That's right. What you know, and, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I'm Jewish. Okay? <laughs> so, but, but I love, love, love playing Men of Cloth. I love playing... Um, that particular type of person or personality and what that person must go through when um, extraordinary circumstances are put in front of them. And I mean, I'm, look, we're all proud of Hand to God. Um, I was thrilled to be a part of it uh, off-Broadway to on-Broadway. When I originally did it, I did it because I read that play and I was like, I got to do this play. I, there were never intentions in my mind of going to Broadway with it, but it was at a point in my life and career where I'm like, I got to do something that really speaks to me so that I can go out and speak to them, you know? Right, right. Um, and I've had the really good fortune of, as we were just dealing with programs, yeah, a lot of shows. But I don't know. I've just learned along the way 
that I have very specific tastes and that I think what my talents are are also very specific in, in, in development and process, um, less even than performance. Right. Um, uh, and I don't know anyone else that thinks like me. So I think that's what I have going for me is that no one else understands the screwed up brain that is mine. Um, and, you know, I mean, Hand of God is such a good play. It's so, so funny and so not funny. And you never know what direction that play is going in. And you leave with just so many questions. that, And that that's entertainment for weeks, right? Absolutely. I, I've, again, I've been talking about this play, Hand to God, now since I saw it back in probably, oh, I don't know, April this year. And I still can think of things that I would l- ask someone like you. Like, you know, you know, Mark Kudish, who's here with me on Behind the Curtain, Sirius XM OutQ, behind this, this really interesting complex man who's just conflicted like nobody's business the great thing about the play is it represents metaphorically it's a fable look it's a fable it is a fable there's this lovely prologue and then you know Mm -hmm. there's this um uh, um right at the end of the play sort of comes in to sort of bookend it it's a fable but it's a fable about today and our lives today all of us have um across to bear all of us have our demons and you know i like to say even though it takes place in a church basement it's not about religion exactly i cannot stress that enough it's not about religion it is about faith which i think are two very different things well that's the constant argument all the time right and it's about family and it's about what we do as individuals and as family when we are faced with a question in our faith, whatever that is. Because you could set this in a synagogue, you could set this anywhere. This just happens to be the backdrop for this play because Rob Askins, our our playwright, it takes place where he grew up. So everything in the play, for anyone who's seen the play, anything you see in the play is real. And I mean real. The puppet ministry, the whole nine yards of it. It's not a joke. We are not making fun of anything. It's actual. And it's great when people from Texas come to see the show. Right, because they all just look at it and go, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I was like, oh, my. And that's what I mean. You walk in there and you're like, oh, that was me. That was my childhood. That's like so close to the truth. Right. And that was part of what was exciting about the play was that it wasn't making fun. It wasn't winking. It was just really in it and the language is very much in it that's the language the teenagers speak it's the language adults speak and for the pastor the joy is not losing control exactly you know it's a it is a story there are five characters in the play four of whom go to the extreme and then there's one who can't he ju- and as much as he'd like to, mm-hmm. as much as he's on the edge of it, he can't. And what's interesting to me about that is, well, why? Why won't he let himself go there? Are there? Go- I think that there, there are noble reasons for it. I think that there are, um, you, know, uh, you know, fear. I mean, I think that there is insecurity. I think that there are a lot of things that stop this particular man from going to places that if he did, it'd be a whole other play anyway. Right. 
Um, and that's the joy of the play, to me, is, is watching every, all of these people that you know in an extraordinary situation walking very, very fine lines, and you could tip in any direction. I love that. Mark Kudish here with me on Behind the Curtain, Sirius XM Out Cue for the fall winter theater extravaganza. Um, Mark is in the play that I keep telling you all that you should try if you have not done it yet. If you're planning on coming to New York, you should really put it on your your list of plays to see. If you want to see a good, strong play that's going to leave you a hot mess when it's all done, mm-hmm. <laughs> you've got to see Hand to God. Yeah, and you know, another thing that's so brilliant about the play, and This is something that I also think we're really proud of. You could take away all the accoutrement. You could take away the set. You could take away everything. We could be in a black box. You still have our play. The beauty of the play is is that it started in a 70-seat theater at the great EST, and it's built and built and gotten bigger and bigger just to suit the space that we're in, but it never changed the, the intent never changed. The passion of it never changed. When we got to Broadway, we didn't lighten the story to make it more palpable. If anything, it got more dark, more sharp, funnier in the process, and darker in the process. And um, that, to me, is the sign of a great, great, great play. I always say, as, 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 you know, as a creator in this business, and it's been a while now, it all starts and ends with the play. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you've got 15 to 20 million dollars to spend on a stage, great. But if you don't have a play, Oof. exactly. Tell the truth, man. But it's true. It's true. I mean, you know, I think that that's why this has been a very good year for uh, Broadway in general. For plays, great, 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 great plays. Great plays. You know, and beautiful stories and unique stories and stories that, I mean, you've got Curious Incident, which deals with, you know, autism. I mean, come on, man. Who would have thought, you know? Who would have thought in the, in the age of what we get to consume when we talk about Broadway in the past – Looking at it now, there's so much yep. varied yeah. subject matter that you never would have thought we'd ever see on a Broadway stage. And Disgraced, which, oh, I mean, I love that it. play. Forget about it. And then it. you have Fun Home, which is just stunning. And again, you know, it's all, it's in, in everyone, you know, it's it's about the play. No matter what the accoutrement is, it's about the play. And we've been fortunate in this season. It's been like really high quality. It's been really, um, it's it's been like very fueling for 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 someone like me because it's just great to feel fresh energy after doing it for as long as I have. Well, I was going to ask you, what is it that you find now about Pastor Greg this far in that might still be new to you? What are you looking at? Honestly, at this point, every time I go out there, there's always something to learn, and part of that is the play itself. It allows us the opportunity to explore because the writing is there. Uh, the cast is there. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to name everybody. It's name Sarah Stiles, Michael Oberholzer, um, Steve Boyer, and, and, and for me, mostly, Geneva Carr. Oh, um, wackadoo. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> She's a nut job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she is a nut job. But I'll tell you what. Amazing, though. But what I love about Geneva, uh, truly, truly love about Geneva is, is that she brings all of her quality and personality um she brings all of her flaw and foible onto the stage and she has the courage to expose it 
and use it and and listen and and flow with it and you know because look I I mean I'm not the easiest person I'm not gonna lie I'm not the easiest person to be on a stage with I don't think I I, I you know I, I I I'm very proud of how I work but I don't think it's it's everyone's process and I have to say that being with Geneva on a stage in a play like this is great because it truly every night there are subtle and yet major, major differences. And the audiences never respond the same as well. And, and anyone in our family will, will tell you that. And it's been extraordinary to feel that every night. It do, it's not hard to keep our show fresh because every time we go out there, you just hear the audience really hear something for the first time. And if you're listening, you will respond in like. And I'm lucky that I'm out there with the whole company, of course, but particularly with Geneva, um, because she is very embracing of that. I mean, and also Maritz and yes. Rob Askins. I mean, it's been this great collaborative family of people who care and have something to say and are bold enough to not worry about what people are going to think. Yeah, Mark Kudish with me here on Behind the Curtain for the Fall Theater Extravaganza. And we're talking about the play that he's currently in until November 1st, which means that if you have not made your, your trip to New York City to see him, you better do it soon. Right. <laughs> so, Mark, tell me, you know, you've, you've been doing this. You know, I just kind of had a few playbills, you know, a little something, something, you know, yeah. where you were, some places that you've been. Um, and you've seen the change of the business yeah. in terms of how – things are done now compared to let's say during the time when you were just doing um thoroughly modern millie yeah i mean like, you know i mean it i've been i've been on broadway since 1993 that was my first broadway show that wasn't my first new york show but it was my first broadway show and the business has changed a lot um the structure the the, the financial structure of it has changed a lot um and so the process has changed to a certain degree um, you know, we've gone from individual producers to multiple producers to corporations to now large mutual funds. Um, <laughs> like, what is that? And it's interesting. I mean, and we've watched the dollar signs rise. And we, I remember when I first got to New York, a $6 million musical was, was what was typical, you know. And now, of course, you know, um, it, it's wild how truly much it does vary. I mean, Spider-Man sort of, you know, broke yeah. the bank on us all, right? <laughs> but there are $20 million musicals. Right. But then there are five, six million dollar musicals. Right. And it's nice to see that instead of that low number disappearing completely, that people have actually sort of drifted back in that direction, not just because it's cheaper per se, but because it's sort of going back to the beginning, going back to the ballet bar, if you will. Right. You know? Right. And I'm not saying that I don't love to go and see like a huge, beautiful. I remember when I went and I saw something rotten and that set opened up. I and I mean, <laughs> I was in heaven. I loved it. And, you know, that's like that's got like the great tradition of music theater in exactly. it. And it's very witty and it's very clever. And it's a fresh take on the idea of what, you know, right. of, of a musical looking at musicals. And of course, the best people to do that. <laughs> You know, and I mean, that's just sort of where you really sit back and smile. And those are my friends. Right. right? And I bring that up because, you know, Brian Darcy James and I have known each other since 1991. 
Wow. Um, and Christian Borel and I have known each other a long time. We worked in Millie together. Mm-hmm. And it's like I see these people. And Brad Oscar, and he right. and I share the same birthday. Happy late birthday to Brad Oscar. <laughs> and we've known each other for so long. And I'm looking at us, and I'm like, we're all still up there doing it. Like I said to Brian the other day on the subway, I was just like, I just don't know how you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> I, I can't do that anymore. I don't know that in my head or my heart I can do what you're doing. And he was like, nah, you'd get up there and you'd do it. And it's like, but we've been doing this so long. This is Mark Kudish with me here on the backstage, or excuse me, behind the curtain, Sirius XM OutCue. And, you know, I I love that. In that moment when I saw you yesterday at the uh, the Flesk Festival, I too was having that moment of just watching yeah. periods of history, just of theater history, just hanging out, doing whatever, yeah. and and it is such a beautiful thing to see. And for you, you are part of the lexicon. There's there's a place in this firmament that they say that is about Mark Kudish too, and then you should enjoy that as well. It's weird. I appreciate that, what you've said. I am very happy that I've had the opportunities to do what I've done. I mean, I've done 12 Broadway shows now, which honestly in my life I would have never expected would have happened with me. I don't know. I get a little introverted in those situations. I tend to drift away from all the excitement. I'm not sure why. Um... I don't know. Uh, there's a part of me that thinks no one's really interested in me that way anyway. Um, and uh, th- there's just so much great youth and freshness. And there's this excitement that I feel. There's so much talent that is so good that is coming into the city right now. And we saw so much of it last year. And I don't know. There's some strange thing where I feel like an outsider somehow. Well, Mark Curtis, you are. You, I, I I get what you're saying because you're just basically just trying to work as an well, actor. Well, you know look, I mean? I'm not. And let me be clear, I'm not trying to be humble here. Of course not. Um, it's just I'm being honest about. It's just interesting to me. I don't know. I just there's a part of me I think that will always feel something like an outsider. Aww. But if I can keep finding and helping to collaborate and develop fresh story, fresh dialogue for an audience to listen to in whatever job that is, be it as an actor or be it on the other side of the table, which is happening more and more, then I'll keep doing it because I love that aspect of it, you know? Well, before I let you go, you got anything cooking that you can talk about? Well, I mean, you know, like I said, so... I'm leaving the show. I'm reading. I'm, I'm leaving Hand to God to go and um, I want to say give like final birth to um, <laughs> a, a piece that I conceived and co-created um, called Baritones Unbound uh, at the Royal George Theater in um, in Chicago. I'm thrilled. Uh, um, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm partnering up with my buddy Hershey Felder, who is like a maestro. He is an impresario. The guy is amazing. I mean, he's just an incredible. He's a, he's an incredible performer, musician, a writer, director, producer. He's amazing. And um, I've got incredible guys that are in the show with me. Um, for for opera fans out there. Um, I've got uh, Nathan Gunn, if you know who Nathan mm-hmm. is, and Mark Delavan, who are um, the two 
most potent and powerful American baritones we have today and two of the greatest voices on the face of the planet. Now, I say that, and there is music in this piece, but it is not a musical. It's a play. It's a living history of the baritone voice, which sounds sort of odd when you think about it that way, but it's a piece that I've been developing for years with my friends uh, um, Merwin Ford and Jeff Matsey and um, Tim Splain. See, and again, this is what I tell people that listen to the show. Thank you so much, Mark Kudish. This is what I mean. Like you are doing theater where you can do theater and do your theater the way you want it done. Good point. Mark Kudish, as you can say, if you come to Broadway, you can see him here in New York um, with Hand to God until November 1st. He's got a show for you people in Chicago. You're listening, Chicago? Yeah. Hello? There's Mark Kudish is coming to your town. He's going to tear you up if you really are in the zone to have a new experience. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm telling you, come, please. So I mean, it's going to be know. great. So after the show, before we close out, I'm going to tell you how you can figure out to get to Mark Kudish in the show. It's going to be fantastic. Mark Kudish, thank you so much for spending time with me. This no, has really been a pleasure. My pleasure. And um, I'm going to give you a little bit more of uh, here for you before we go. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back. Beautiful.